Welcome to Fresh Take, where we at Florida Organic Growers speak to food systems experts about topics related to organic and sustainable agriculture, healthy lifestyles, and the environment. To help us continue our programs at FOG, including our podcast, consider becoming a sponsor. For more information on sponsorship, check out our Get Involved page on our website, www.foginfo.org. Welcome to our latest Fresh Steak episode. Today, we're very excited to be talking to Dr. Javier Garces of Valencia College. I've known Javier for quite some time now, and we're going to be talking about how we met and, you know, the work that we're doing together and title of today's episode is Sowing Success. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Certified Organic Farm Technician Training. We're very excited about this particular training, uh, which we'll get into in a, in a minute, what it means for people interested in becoming organic agriculture specialists. And it's just if you're interested in, you know, trainings and education on organic farming, this might be for you. It's nice to be talking to you again, Javier. Thank you, JC. I appreciate you having me on today, and I look forward to our conversation. So one of the things that I maybe wanted to just start with right away is for you to tell us a little about yourself, how it was that you got interested in, you know, the work that you do. I believe, and I'm trying to remember whether or not you grew up in a farm or how was it that you ended up, you know, involved in agriculture and now organic ag. So anything that you want to share with us would be really, you know, excited to hear about it. Great. A uh, good place to start. So I was born and raised in Miami. My grandfather did have a small farm in Homestead that we would go visit. And even at the house in Miami, uh, growing up, it was about an acre with tropical and subtropical fruit trees, chickens in the backyard. So I guess I did kind of, you know, grow up with farming in my background, so to speak. Right. I had my grandparents were farmers back in Cuba. And um, I really enjoyed visiting that small farm down in Homestead. So after high school in Miami, I moved up to Gainesville to go to college. And I really didn't know what I wanted to study. And it was my junior year. I had to choose, uh, decide on a major. And my father gave me some advice. He said, make sure, number one, it's something you enjoy, something you love, something that you're going to look forward to doing every day, day in and day out. And number two, make something you could make a good living at, right? Something that you could maybe one day support a family, et cetera. So I looked around and I thought about all the successful individuals, families, et cetera. And I looked at these farmers in Homestead and I said, man, I like farming. I could do this. <laughs> and uh, I'm not a, you know, I'm more of a field mouse than a lab rat, I guess. Yeah. And I decided on horticultural science as my undergrad and once I completed that, you know, I spent some time there at the nurseries up there in Gainesville, working on campus, also in the campus mm-hmm. greenhouse. There was a new program that had gotten started, and it was a doctor of plant medicine, the DPM program. And I was fortunate enough to be part of the first class for that program that was just started for the first time way back when in the fall of 2000. So I'm going to age myself a little bit here. So many, many moons ago, <laughs> I looked at the program and I thought, man. Yeah. It's cool that it was combining plant pathology, entomology, plant science, soil science into one degree. So uh, I was fortunate enough to go through the program. And during my time there, I worked for a Dr. Sanford Porter at the USDA doing the biological control of the red imported fire ant. So I like to think that was my real, my introduction 
to using nature to work with nature versus working against her. And the whole concept of biocontrol I saw it put into practice. So after the DPM, I thought I was going to go back to Miami to work with tropical fruit crops, mango, mame, lychee. I ended up in central Florida with live oak, magnolias, and hollies on a big production farm. And I did that for about <laughs> five years. And I thought, well, if I, get, if I can't get back to Miami, when I went to tour on these farms, each farm, and there was two of them, had about eight to 900 acres of containerized production. So I was just blown away <laughs> at the volume. However, then, which you might call it, the uh, 2008 happened. I needed yep. uh, employment and I found a job at Valencia. So for the last 15 years, I've been at Valencia College as a professor and program chair. And in the last several years, we've developed a track just for sustainable agriculture. Specifically, we had horticulture and landscape and we're seeing our program continue to grow. And I think part of it is because of that sustainable agriculture track. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting that in a way, and sometimes it's just, it's meant to be, when I first met Javier, uh, and it was actually through another organic farmer, he told us that he had been promoting Florida organic growers through a lot of his courses and some of the work that you know we do and to your students about you know sustainable and organic farming practices correct correct absolutely even at my time back on the farms you know on the we're talking woody ornamental farms yeah. i was able to incorporate more biological practices right especially when it came to ipm so with my students i always talk to them about florida organic growers uh, especially my sustainable agriculture course and talk to them about what a wonderful resource you guys are uh, really for helping our farmers, you know, not just get by, but thrive, right? Thrive in our environment. Yeah. It's a high disease pressure, high insect pressure. And I know you guys help a lot of farmers out there. Yeah. So I, I think it was meant to be. So uh, we started conversations about uh, one of our, our programs, which is the Certified Organic Farm Technician Training. Uh, and at the time, we spoke to you about the possibility of offering a course at Valencia College for people who were interested in organic agriculture, organic farming practices, the USDA organic regulations. And we ended up teaching a course in the spring of uh, 2023. The Certified Organic Farm Technician Training is designed to provide high school and post-secondary students, you know, students that go to Valencia College and other places, with the academic, technical, and real world, I think, you know, specialized knowledge and skills. So if they're interested in entering or in careers and jobs in the organic agricultural world, this is an opportunity to introduce them to that. And the course was actually well received by those students that enroll in this spring that I understand that there's more interest, uh, right, Javier? Yes, it was. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was very well received. Uh, the students enjoyed it. And I was just kind of trying to think here as far as the timeline. And I believe we started to meet about this previous fall, fall of last Correct. year, if not late summer. Correct. Yep. So it took a little bit of time to kind of figure out the logistics. So what we did here, what we were fortunate enough to do, you know, we have a, a pretty large pool of students. I think we're, we're pushing 300 students in our AS degree program 
And that's something I should have mentioned. At Valencia, we do offer a two-year, well, sometimes it takes more than two years or sometimes less, but an AS degree in plant science and agriculture was three different tracks. And uh-huh. the sustainable ag track is the one that fit nicely with this uh, with this course that you're talking about. Right. So we did an independent study. I called it a pilot course. We were successful, I felt, with uh, eight students. We got good reviews from them, good feedback. Um, in addition to the the Zoom sessions that you were running, and thank you for that, um, <laughs> that we had weekly one-hour Zoom sessions, we also had an opportunity to work on-site on a small farm with yeah. a, another nonprofit right here by the college. So yeah. we were really able to tie everything in, and I think it worked out nicely. And uh, to be honest with you, based on the success so far, we have pretty much confirmed that we're going to have a a titled course instead of an independent study course on the books for Valencia College for this course specifically. And that'll be next fall. So things do take a little while, but we do plan on doing that. Yeah. Well, that's great. And and it is so encouraging uh, as instructors that all of us involved in Kyrgyzaga Ag world, that there is a lot of interest from folks to learn more about, you know, organic farming practices, whether they're thinking about becoming farmers themselves or actually working, you know, again, in an organic farm or providing technical assistance to farmers. In fact, our curriculum, the Certified Organic Farm Technician, is an effort that was funded by the USDA National Organic Program through their Human Capital Capacity Building Initiative. The USDA understands that there is a need for those qualified uh, individuals, a workforce that can provide that support to the organic industry. And so a lot of what we've done and what we're trying to do is to expand, just like you are, sort of the pool of well-qualified individuals who understand sustainable agriculture, and in this case, you know, organic Ag. So I think it's really encouraging that, you know, at Valencia College, there's already students in the fall of 2023, as we record this, interested in, in also taking the course. And, and as you said, even making it a formal course, you know, in, in the years to come. That's, that's, that's really great. Maybe we could talk a little bit about, because you also mentioned a very important component of the course in the spring and in the course moving forward is that that you know hands-on also experience that students get when they they take the class yes that that's something just i guess personally i i feel strongly about to me one of the things i loved as a student many moons ago was the hands-on learning that goes on in the greenhouse out in the field working with soil doing scouting that I think is where a lot of the concepts, ideas really get cemented, right? You, you see that, wow, okay, well, the professor said in class actually works out here in the field. That's not yeah. always the case, and I'll be the first to admit that, but hopefully <laughs> it's the case more often than not. Um, it's just been a, a a very great experience for our students to have that hands-on learning, so to to sow the seeds in the greenhouse in these germination flats, to apply biologicals, right, beneficial fungi, bacteria, to learn about labeling to learn about restrictions that's something that you went over and just um as a side note uh, i hope you're ready we start class in a couple weeks class uh, (laughs) yeah students i have a couple more so i'm shooting for you know that just eight to ten number just um you know as as pilot programs or a pilot course 
I, I like to have a smaller group just to fine tune sure. it before we uh we have it on the books. And and I should have mentioned the students that went through that course not only you know were able to obtain the certificate from FOG, but also those are elective credits now toward their degree yeah. and or one of the technical certificates or more that we offer. So uh, it, it really fits in nicely with the program. And really, I can't thank you enough uh, for, for reaching out to us at Valencia about a year ago. And uh, you did make the proposition rather easy. You said we have the curriculum, <laughs> the professor who I'm speaking with right now, JC, we just need students. I said, okay, I think I could help out with that. So it's, yeah. it's, uh, so far, it's been a lot of fun. I have to oh, say. I, I couldn't agree more. It, and, and for me personally, it's, it's very rewarding, you know, to be able to talk to people who are very interested in organic you know, agricultural practices and, and sustainable and regenerative ag. I think that there is many things that, you know, those students, those individuals that, again, you know, whether they are thinking about becoming farmers themselves or becoming, you know, organic inspectors or people who want maybe a, a career in being consultants and providing trainings and technical assistance to other farmers, uh, obtaining the sort of tools, know-how, understanding, in this case, the organic regulation, it's of great value. Uh, and, and then just uh, us as instructors, I think, also, you know, learn uh, quite a bit of where those interests and, and the reasons why people maybe are, are looking at, at, you know, careers in, in, in this field, which is great. Again, you know the 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 curriculum, the the course is designed to serve as a bridge between you know that technical education, the hands-on experience that they get, hopefully creating you know opportunities for more critical thinking for yes. for the students, and all around, I, I think it's pretty sort of well you know rounded course and curriculum that I, I think anyone listening out there that is interested, you know, uh, please contact us. Uh, Valencia College, you know, for people that are living in Orlando, is it's an excellent school that, you know, provides a lot of this uh, opportunities to the students. I, I would like to maybe talk a little bit more about that in your perspective, in, in your opinion, and as, as you've been okay. teaching and talking to a lot of students over the years, if you've seen perhaps an increase in the interest for people to try to be, you know, more aware about, you know, sustainable agricultural practices, or organic practices. JC, without question, uh, across the board, that that's one thing I've seen just more and more interest. And just for a brief background on, on the students in our program, yeah. as I mentioned, we're approaching, I think, around 300 students, pretty well split female to male but what's interesting to me and something I enjoy, no offense to the younger students, is the average age is about 30, okay. know, 29 or 30 years old. Okay. So, so we have your regular, what we'll call the traditional college student, right? 18, right. 19, 20-year-old young adults, as long as, and as well as, I should say, the non-traditional students, second careers, hobbyists. Uh, <laughs> I've seen an increased interest in homesteaders, uh, people that want to just get their own homestead and want to grow organically and sustainably. Mm -hmm. And uh, not just, I have to I have to mention this, not just for edible crop production, right? Food crops, vegetables and fruits, but even on the landscape side, people are much more interested in native plants as far as a landscape design, low input, low uh, fertilizer, 
you know, low pesticide uh, requirements. So it's it's really something I've seen across the board. Yeah. And uh, not just with our students, and you know, which I speak to often, but even with my colleagues, fellow t- faculty members and staff, we're expanding our presence on campus and doing more garden boxes and aquaponics and uh, permaculture. And there's just seems to be an interest across the board. So I've been asked previously from other academic institutions, um, and I'm not bragging at all because I have no idea what's going on, but they asked, <laughs> how are you increasing enrollment throughout the years? You know, when I started here a little over a decade ago, we're in the 60s as far as student enrollment. We've been in the hundreds and now pushing 300 for some time. Wow. I think part of it is serendipity. Um, we just yeah. happen to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah. Orlando's a high population center in Florida. There's people from all over the world. There's nice resorts that need landscape to look nice. And there's uh, plenty of high-end restaurants that need good produce, right? So right. I think it's just a matter of right place, right time. I agree. And again, as you know, new generations and 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 just overall i think many people see the benefits of organic agriculture to try to address many of the issues that we're facing you know including things yes. like you know uh climate and as the cost of for example you know uh land is continues to especially in places like florida you know, farming and, and where we are able to farm needs to be done in a way that one is sustainable, that we are, yes. you know, using conservation practices like, you know, water conservation, land, mm-hmm. fertilizers, and then organic and sustainable and regenerative agriculture bring a lot of those, you know, principles to people who understand that this is something that, you know, we, we can do and that it is possible to grow food using these approaches and, and and at the same time something that's extremely important to all of us at fog and for you yourself is to make sure that farmers that we continue to make sure that farmers are profitable that's the key and and then you were just indicating you know in, in a place like orlando and with opportunities with you know the restaurants and you know hotels and and high quality food that can be grown locally for instance and then there, there might be opportunities for you know those farmers and for market of of these you know these products and these types of, of uh, crops so yeah it's just to, to us of course you know we're very excited about just what you know our our projects and and our institutions are able to do and contribute I'd like to continue maybe the conversation a little bit about, you know, uh, in the spring when you were working with the students, did you see, uh, were you able to see how, you know, from that first day when we were talking about what organic means, what is the word organic means, and, you know, the the idea that behind the organic label that I'm sure that, you know, many people listening, those that buy organic, whether you're a consumer or a farmer, if you understand what that organic label is. And most importantly for the students, I think it was something that they really hit home is that you have a guarantee when you're buying organic crops or organic produce or an organic product that there that 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 CEO has a meaning and that there's a whole system behind that that makes sure that there that word has a meaning. Did you notice that in some of the students as we were having those conversations? No doubt. And uh, you, you said it best as far as that CEO has a meaning, 
and it means something. Yeah. And all of the students were, I don't want to say amazed, surprised, um, caught off guard at the restrictions, the requirements to get that label. Yeah. They had no idea. Many of them, I'm sure, thought, okay, it's just a marketing thing, you know? Yeah. However, it can be marketing, and I, I, I recommend farmers use it as a marketing tool, especially if the the consumer knows what goes behind it, you right. know. And that's one thing that I think they were really just impressed by, like, yeah. wow, yeah, this this label does carry a lot of weight. Yeah, it's it, you know, it's not something that doesn't you know that takes minimal effort. It takes effort to get the label. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and I'm hoping that they're. You know, a lot of our students are already buying, you know, organic produce and, you know, uh, things of yeah. that nature. And I'm hoping more and more of us start to do that because really that's that's the main way this is going to change as far as uh, continuing yeah. to grow conventionally versus transitioning to organic. Uh, I, I really feel strongly it begins with a consumer. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the farmer, as you mentioned. Yeah. And sorry, just the last thing I'll say is the farmer. That's one thing. And one thing I like to say in classes. These systems, solutions, organic, um, sustainable, et cetera, are, have to be, of course, not just ecologically sound, but economically feasible. Correct. And we have to convince farmers that they're able to maybe at times have less inputs, right, yeah. and still have good crops, healthy crops, and be able to make a nice living. No, absolutely. Uh, and, and one of the things with, with you know, your students and in general through our efforts to talk to more students where they're, you know, at high school age or, you know, post-secondary and, and adult learners interested is that uh, we can enhance, motivate them when it comes to sort of their intellectual, perhaps, you know, cognitive growth and uh, applying, you know, sort of more practical solutions to things like crop management or weed and pest management, using things like crop rotations and things that I think are proven to work when it comes to uh, solving a lot of the problems that farmers face. And, and of course, you, you talked about your experience through the DPM program at the University of Florida. And that's really what you know a lot of specialist experts do. So they look at the problem, they try to identify potential solutions. In many cases, it's very site-specific. We're hoping that, you know, through our course, through our efforts, you know, students also begin to realize and, and usually start using their knowledge to find and use critical thinking to solve a lot of these problems. So so it's very exciting when you can see that. And like you said, when that light bulb goes on, it says, oh, I guess I, I didn't realize. And, and the plenty of opportunities that you can apply a lot of the different things that you learn over the years, and especially when it comes to, you know, some of these courses that perhaps they're, you know, been exposed to at Valencia colleges and in places that have agricultural programs. No, that's great. One thing we would do every week at the farm, and this is something I always enjoy doing with students. And I also still work with, you know, farmers um, as well, in addition to my Valencia role here, but we'd have a farm walkthrough. And I said, let's just walk the farm, the small farm that we're doing. We were growing watermelons, corn, squash, and I think some peppers as well, but the peppers didn't do that good. Everything else did great, <laughs> but just a walkthrough. Yeah. What are you observing? Yeah. What are you looking at? And why, why is that happening? Whether it's a symptom, um, whether it's, you know, some leaf damage, and just that, like you said, those critical thinking skills, I I like to use the term, you know, detectives. We're detectives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're 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 what's a problem? What caused it? 
are we sure that's the cause? And then how do we avoid it or uh, fix it? You know, so I think that that to me is just uh, it's a lot of fun just to, to be blunt. It's just problem solving real time uh, is something the students really, really enjoyed. Yeah. And I got to say, uh, maybe it was uh, what they call the honeymoon garden for this first time around. It was good this first time. <laughs> but uh, we grew some amazing watermelons, good corn, yeah. good squash, yeah. uh, minimal input, you know, just some organic fertilizer yeah. and a little bit of BT uh, for some uh, caterpillar damage. And that was it. no fungicides, anything. And uh, I was very, very pleased with how the harvest turned out, especially that uh, it not just tasted good for us, you know, for for the for myself and the college students, but we were able to share it with uh, the children at the the kids ranch that we we're working at. So it was, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. In fact, if you wouldn't mind, uh, as as we're getting you know close to the end here, and certainly really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Would you want to maybe share a little bit about some of the other things happening at Valencia College? Some resources for any student, anyone out there that may not be enrolled in Valencia, lives nearby, or maybe interested? How do they find out about, you know, your program and some of the things going on uh, there? Oh, I, I appreciate that. Thanks, JC. So uh, Valencia is really open enrollment. We have a very, very diverse student population. So just valenciacollege.edu. And I, I am the professor, or I have two professors, but I'm the main professor and program chair for the Plant Science and Agricultural Technology Program. I know it's a lot, but we offer a wide list of two-year or AS degrees, I should say, along with technical certificates. Now, these certificates are standalone, but also lead up to the degree. So anywhere from 12 credits, 18, and then 30 credits, they're getting a certificate based on the types of courses or the specific courses that they were taking. So uh, we love having new students in the program. Uh, one one thing just on the personal note that I've really enjoyed here is, is my time as a professor is this extremely diverse student population. I've yeah. had an 18-year-old student sitting next to a 75-year-old student and everything in between. <laughs> and just the, the discussions that come out out of that diversity are, are just very, very worthwhile for for not just myself, but for the students. You know, we're all learning together is is one of my mantras. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Javier, thank you so much and for, for talking to us today. I, I'm excited about the fall semester and being able to teach the course along with you again at Valencia College. Talked a little bit more about the certified organic farm technician to these new students. For everybody listening, I encourage you to visit our uh, website, learn more about this particular curriculum, some of the work that's been going on. And if you're interested, you know, please contact us. We would be, you know, happy to provide information about not only the certified organic farm technician, our work related to workforce development for the organic industry. One piece of it that I think I mentioned and that many of you have probably already heard about is our transition to organic partnership program, which is another project that we're really, really excited about where, you know, all of those people out there listening that are farmers that are considering transitioning to organic, this program is for you. You can find more information uh, once again on our website, www.foginfo.org. And it's the Southeast Transition to Organic Partnership Program. And of course, our Certified Organic Farm 
technician. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Javier, again for talking to us today and you know really excited about the fall semester and all the work that we're going to be doing uh, going forward. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Florida Organic Growers is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So to keep our content available and free to the public, we need your help. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen and consider making a tax-deductible donation or become a sponsor. Learn more about our work and how you can become a sponsor from our website, www.foginfo.org.